What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I'm going to take a look at right now is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Now, this one comes from TriStar Pictures. It is directed by Mary L. Heller, and this one tells the story of uh, Fred Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks, as he strikes up a friendship with uh, an Esquire journalist doing a piece on him. Uh, his name is Lloyd Vogel, played by Matthew Rees, and... Uh, so he, he goes to Mr. Rogers, he wants to kind of get to know him, get to know why he's he's just really good-hearted and, you know, uh, what's a show like. Just get to know inside of the mind that is Fred Rogers. And so we get to see this movie from the point of view of Lloyd. So we get to see him with his wife and newborn baby, and his wife is played by Susan Kelechi Watson. Uh, we get to see him at his job interacting with his boss and um, getting to see him in his kind of like journalistic mindset we get to see him with his father played by chris cooper and kind of that uh, emotional baggage that he has with him there's just a lot of different things that we get to see within lloyd's life that does need some type of healing and i think going to mr rogers really helped him kind of um um you know move on from things and really kind of heal up those emotional scars because he's really skeptical at first he does not want to go to mr rogers he's like what is this like this guy, he seems like a phony, and it, you know, by the end of the movie, we we realized that maybe he needed Mr. Rogers more than he thought he did. So uh, that is your basic story. This is based on a real life thing that actually happened. There was an Esquire journalist. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Esquire, but there was a journalist named Tom Janod, um, and he interviewed. Um, uh, Fred Rogers as a piece, a written piece, and that kind of you know blew up or whatever. And th this movie is loosely based on that real life encounter that Fred Rogers had. So, you know, going into this movie, I was expecting quite a bit actually. I liked the trailers to this thing. The buzz out of the festivals was phenomenal. Um, Tom Hanks is, I'm going to see anything with Tom Hanks in it. And the director of this thing, uh, directed Can You Ever Forgive Me from last year and that was a wonderful wonderful film and got two oscar nominations from the performances alone so a lot of and i was born in 1990 so automatically i like me some mr rogers you know i was in the perfect kind of time frame to grow up with that um and watching that on pbs and stuff so um yeah so i i, I expected a lot and i watched the movie and i really like it Quite a bit. I can't really get it to like the A category, but I will say it is a really, really good movie that you should uh, check out if you are interested in this film. So a few things that Mary L. Heller was working with as a director that I found really compelling were uh, as follows. The first thing, I really like the way this movie looks. And I think her decision to um, partner up with the cinematographer that she did and make this film look vintage. It looks like a low-budget kind of, you know, movie out of time that we're not seeing that was made in 2019, but like way back in the day. I don't know. It kind of has like that classic feel to it. It looks, like I said, vintage. It looks like PBS, which is awesome. That's not even a diss. That is a compliment. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, you know, was on PBS, and so... I don't know, it kind of had that quality to it. The The actual sets to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood looked really authentic and looked like the show. Everything that was within Lloyd's life, you know, just 
It looked pleasant to look at, but it, like I said, it kind of had this this grit to it uh, that I can't really explain, but it looked, like I said, vintage. I liked it. It was a nice uh, visual kind of ode to this, uh, you know, character that was on a kind of low-budget um, television station. The second thing I really liked about uh, Heller's direction is that every time we saw Lloyd, whether it was with his wife, at his job, with his dad, there was this gray saturation all over this thing it looked neutral and it looked kind of drab and really kind of highlighted what lloyd was feeling and kind of he's almost like in this um autopilot mode where he's just kind of doing his things throughout life and then you know things with his dad aren't working out you know him and his wife might have some disagreements and it's just he just seems like he's an autopilot and the the color kind of reflected that where it just feels like he's emotionally drained out of every single aspect in his life but every single time when he visited Fred Rogers, there was a pop of color. There were more saturated colors kind of brought into the, the frame. And that was to highlight that the fact that Fred Rogers was a warm presence. He was the light that beamed up inside of a room and people just gravitated towards. And so with Lloyd being affected with Mr. Rogers coming into his life, you know, you know the color starts to come back in. So I thought that was really cool. It was a nice little touch. Third thing, Heller has a really good sense of diving into the emotional psyches of characters in this movie. Like Lloyd, for instance, there are, uh, there's a sequence with like his mother that was really touching and really um, kind of at the heart of the matter of like you know how he's feeling, especially since he can't get along with his dad. There is um, a really there's really kind of touching emotional stuff with like him and his father, um, him and Mister Rogers. It's just I don't know. She seemed to crafty sequences that just were able to slow down and really get this emotional weight to it that really just kind of resonated uh, especially within the audience I was in I, I heard a couple sniffles um, and I really appreciated that so it just it, it, it and there was a sequence that um, Mr. Rogers was like speaking directly to us and the way she edited that and uh, the way she, you know, kind of directed the actors to kind of slow this thing down and kind of stare into the camera and break the fourth wall kind of thing. It was unexpected, but I thought it was effective, especially for what was given in the scene. So she's really, she was really great at doing that. And the fourth and final thing, she got some great performances out of these actors. I mean, Melissa McCarthy and Richard E. Grant from Can You Ever Forgive Me did a phenomenal job in that movie. So I didn't expect anything less. And I think you know, with Tom Hanks as uh, Fred Rogers, there was a calmness to the cadence in his voice. There was a powerful sense of uh, dialogue every single time when he spoke. It was calm, it was direct, and it just hit you where it hurt. Right here in the heart. And Tom Hanks embodied that. That was the probably the, the most accurate ode you could ever give to Fred Rogers with the performance that Tom Hanks gave. So I thought he was excellent. Matthew Reese was really great. You know, he wasn't really interesting at first. Like he just seemed like a guy that, you know, was getting through life, you know, has a wife and a kid, got a job and everything. But as the movie starts to unravel him a little bit, and we get to peel back those layers and we get to hit him in his emotional core. That's when I started to feel like his character hit um, its stride. And Matthew Reese delivered bar none i mean he was just he was great um susan kelechi watson um 
I'll watch her in anything. <laughs> I love This Is Us. So the fact that she got to play his wife, I'm please be in more movies. That's all I ask. The MVP in this movie is not Tom Hanks. It is not Matthew Reeves. I think it's Chris Cooper. This is the best thing I've seen him in in years. Maybe besides when he was the greasy oil salesman in The Muppets, because that was pretty funny. But if we're talking like serious dramatic stuff, best thing by a mile I've seen him in in years. And so there was definitely, uh, you know, this kind of confident, you know, person who felt like he had nothing to hide. You know, he was just a perfect human being with no emotional baggage or scarring. And then when we get some interactions between him and his son and Cooper really got vulnerable uh, with his performance and there was some emotional heft to it, it was heartbreaking to watch. And it was just the type of stuff that made you want to call your parents as soon as the, as soon as the movie was done. It, it was just that type of performance. It was just touching. All, all across the board, everyone hit the right notes and they were just absolutely fantastic to watch. And I think that's it. I think that's it for my review. I think I touched upon everything. Um, I, I Like I said, I don't think it's like one of the best movies of the year. It won't even crack my top 10. But dang it, I, I really like this movie quite a bit. I'm going to give it a B plus. I was going to give it a B the entire time while I was watching it. But I'm going to give it that plus just because the performances were really well handled. Now I will say the only negative with this movie and the only reason i didn't bring this up is because there is a slight possibility that the theater was at fault here the last 10 to 15 minutes of the movie that i saw in the theaters they were out of sync the the voices with the uh, the audio and the video uh, out of sync completely i couldn't tell if it was like a a hair off uh ahead or a hair off behind and it was distracting as all get out. And I don't want to put that on the movie. It There is a very good possibility it was the theater. And if that's the case, then I have no complaints about this movie. But that was a huge issue towards the end. Especially when we're getting to like the emotional like climax of everything. And the movie's about to end. Everything is off. Like the... The, the audio is just so it's just ever so slightly off from the video and so their mouths are not matching with the the dialogue so it's just out of sync and it doesn't look right it takes you out of the experience so once again could be the theater but the movie i got it was out of sync the last 10 to 15 minutes i just wanted to bring that up and hopefully that is not the case for whenever you do want to see it in a theater um and, oh yeah one last thing i, I keep forgetting stuff because uh it's been a long week guys forgive me this is a very heavy movie and it's a pg rated movie listen i am all for giving children and you know families that want to take their children to pg movies like to have some substance to it you know and make it feel a little bit more edgy a little bit more adult because you don't want to just treat these kids like they're idiots and you want to treat them like they're mature already and this movie confronts a lot of things like death, alcoholism, and it's a heavy movie. So I'm just giving you a warning. If you are a parent out there that has a kid that wants to take their kids to this, I think it's still okay. But just be forewarned that it is a very uh, uh, strong movie when it comes to um, dealing with actual issues that will probably scare the crap out of kids. 
I just want to give you that heads up. But I do think it is a, a, a well-done movie nonetheless. So that is my review of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Please let me know down below what you thought of this movie. If you liked it, you disliked it, whatever. And please like this video and subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get all up-to-date on whenever I drop movie reviews. And um, I just want to continue doing this for you guys. So that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later. Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip. Hey you! Are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip.